Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Doug Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast producer of the month is Steve Corey. Thank you, Steve. Be just like Steve and get rewarded for supporting our podcast. Head over to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. Go to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Gilbert Gottfried. As always, thank you for your generosity. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert and Frank's uh-huh. Amazing Colossal Obsessions. I just stumbled, wow. a, little stumbled bit, a little bit, and I'm here with uh, my co-host, Frank Santopadre. <laughs> my money was on you losing that. Yes. Not, not coming yes. out with that correctly at all. Yeah. So we got a lot of wonderful responses to the Bob Hope. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting in that we were in the booth at Nutmeg, and you aren't even going to talk about yes, Bob. Yes, <laughs> but it just it just got me on that subject, because that last Bob Hope special works as one of the greatest horror films ever made. The Jack made. Frost. Yes. We got a lot of mail. Oh, my God. We got a lot of tweets. It, it kind of struck me watch when I was watching that special, like, this is Dolores getting back at Bob for all the times he's cheating on her. That she she dresses him up when he should be he should be six feet under, and she keeps him alive. She won't let him die, and and she dresses him in funny outfits and icicles hanging off. Yes, his, his, yes. Yeah. Dresses him in funny outfits for the world to laugh. It's at so his, scary but, if. Yeah. old man. <laughs> if if uh, if you guys didn't hear that episode, check out. Yes. Go uh, go and uh, Google Bob Hope slash uh, Jack Frost, <laughs> and you'll you'll thank us or hate us. Now this week, yes. <laughs> along those lines, something oh, that involved geez. the participation of Bob Hope. Ooh. And is it kind of a train wreck in its own right? Maybe not yeah. quite as bad a train wreck. And it's something we've talked about on the show before. So this is a colossal obsession, but not a recommendation. So it's a negative oh, yeah. obsession. Yeah, oh, okay. And, and, but Those it, are even better. But it has its moments. As, as, <laughs> as was proven with the Bob Hope spin. Well, we've talked about these before, yeah. and these are the Dean Martin celebrity roasts. Oh, yes, from yes. The, from the 70s, which I've been watching on YouTube. And I got to tell you, and there I sound like Bob. Oh, yeah, I got to tell you. Yeah, I got to see here, that Britney Clint. Ah, she's something, isn't she? 
These things are surreal. Have yeah. you seen them recently? Uh, I've seen them. I see them in the commercials. Yeah, they sell the. There's a box set. Yeah, yeah. very peculiar. Well, there were 54 of them made. I did a little research. Yeah. But between 1974, they started out as part of the old Dean Martin show, and then they became kind of a spinoff. They became standalones. Between 74 and 84, they made 54 of these things. And as we've talked about before, they were shot in Burbank and in the MGM oh, Grand yeah. in Vegas, and many times the same people weren't in the room. They were well, reacting to... I, I, I remember, uh, I'd met Milton Berle a handful of times, and one time he said he had just shot mm-hmm. a, a uh, roast, and, and he said how he, sometimes he'd be by himself... And the director would just point the camera at him and say, okay, now you've just heard a real shocking joke. (laughs) Like, like you're shocked, you laugh, but ooh, how did they get away with that? And now, like, somebody really zinged you, Mm -hmm. okay, get a little offended. And so... Yeah. He wasn't even there. Yeah. Often the people they were reacting to were, were shot in California, in a different state yeah. at a different time. I knew that, and we've discussed that. What I didn't know is that they, would, they got so lazy that they would use the same reaction shots in different specials. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so oh. apparently there's like a Michael Landon roast where they just kept, they kept using the same shot of Dean in the tux from, from previous roasts. Oh, the yeah. Because who would know? Yeah, because he's wearing the same tux. Right. No, <laughs> no VCRs in those days. Yeah. People weren't recording them and going back and looking at them. Yeah. Once it was done, it was done. He could have been wearing an entirely different suit. You wouldn't even remember it. Right. Cause... And the laugh track is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to listen to these things. And then, too, on those roasts that used to bother me, was when the actors would come on sometimes as their characters. Oh, I just wrote that down. Yeah, like Peter Falk shows up as, as Columbo. Columbo. Oh God, it was that was horrible. Yeah, terrible. And and Art Carney. Art Carney shows roasted up as, Gleason. Yeah, as, he as shows up as Ed Norton. Right, right. And but Ruth Buzzy would come on as oh Gladys. yeah, she would always be there with the purse to yeah. hit everyone. Yeah, you gotta you gotta see these things if you haven't seen them. I mean, again, we've talked about them a bunch of times. Um, they were pre-taped. Doing a little research, I also found that Rickles was the one person. I think it was Rickles and Jonathan Winters were the two people that didn't use writers. Wow, the writers couldn't write for Rickles that he would do. He would basically do his own thing, um, and they would just give them. There were ten, twelve writers led by this writer, Harry Crane, that Bill Persky talked about. Oh, okay. With us, remember that name? Yes. And they would just give these guys just reams of jokes, and anybody could use them or not use them, you know. And, and the thing was, too, it's like um, back then, before the Dean Martin roast started, which was primetime roast. Right, Thursday nights, yeah. Yeah, so you couldn't do what a roast, what happens at a roast. No. But before that, they would have, like, the Friars Club roasts that weren't televised. Right, going back to the 20s. Yeah, yeah. and all these major stars would be filthy. Yep. And they'd be bombed out of their skulls and cursing each other out. Yeah, these were sanitized versions of those. But you'd be surprised. I was watching a bunch of them on YouTube doing research. I mean, first of all, before PC times, I mean, there's gay jokes Oh yeah, there's a, yes, there's a yes. I mean, Orson Welles is is doing the very very strange gay stuff as he's reading the lyrics of "That's Amore." Oh yeah, he's doing yeah. a dramatic reading. 
There's a lot of racial, uh, racial stuff. Oh, yeah. There's all these jokes about Sammy, about the, at Sammy's roast, they open with a joke about the NBC Peacock having an afro. And <laughs> Jan Murray does a joke about Sammy saying, if you keep closing your show with my way and Frank finds out about it, you're going to wake up with a, with a watermelon in your bed. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you, it's, it's in, unbelievably politically incorrect stuff. Oh, yeah. And now, like, the, the station would close down. Absolutely. <laughs> There's a joke I wrote down. DeMond Wilson shows up. Oh, boy. From Sanford okay. and Son. And it, he says he, they're roasting Jack Benny, and he calls Benny a visionary. He says he hired a black actor to play Rochester, but he did it because he knew television was coming and it was going to cost him a fortune in Burt Cork. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching this and I'm thinking, well, it's not as bawdy as an old Friars roast, but they're getting away with a lot. Oh, yes. So apparently they did. Yeah, because it was a weird thing that back then it was generally accepted. Mm -hmm. You know, you could do jokes. And you see everybody. You see everybody on these things, and it's that weird mixture. Yeah, where, like with, you said, people in character. Yeah. Oh, the people in character, I couldn't take. Yeah, hard that, to take. That was embarrassing. Like well, Lawanda Page, I think would show up as Ann Esther. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> and I mean, I wrote down, you know, uh, Foster Brooks. We talked about Ruth Buzzy, Angie Dickinson, Nipsey Russell, uh, Barry Goldwater. And they would get these old actors, these these legends, like yeah. Gene Kelly and Orson Welles and John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart. And then new comics, they would break in. Oh, yeah. You know, it was like Billy Crystal and Gabe Kaplan. Oh, and Freddie Prince. And Freddie Prince yeah. and Tony Orlando. <laughs> and they're really dreadful. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if it's, a, it's not a recommendation, but it's, no. it's, 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 it's sort of an obsession. And I read, too, that Red Fox, uh, apparently, and I don't know if this is true, it's not, there's not a lot of information about these. I did a lot of research that Red Fox had a, a fight with Rickles, supposedly. And uh, also, and I don't know why this is true, Red Fox, Michael Landon, Joe Namath, and Jack Klugman were the only people roasted twice, which makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. So, and it just, I just got to thinking about all the roasts and the roasts you've done and the Comedy Central roasts you've done and the Friars roasts. And, I, I, mean, I remember hearing a story that happened, as they said, they saw it at a restaurant. Uh, Don Rickles was in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And while he was sitting there, uh, Morgan Freeman walked by. Okay. And Don Rickles said, oh, Morgan, they let you out of the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) But he's still doing that shit. And he got in trouble, Don Rickles of all people, and they they cut it out when they finally televised it, where uh, Don Rickles said... um, he did a joke about the president, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, but I, I, I don't mean anything against Obama. He's a friend of mine. He was over the house yesterday, but then his mom broke. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, too, that uh, Dean Martin's biographer, Nick Toshis, did you read that book? The no, D- I Dino never read book? that. He, he called it, a, he was not a fan of the roasts. He called it a deus of despair. Yeah. And, and and I think he captured some of the feeling of those things. Oh yeah, the, they, they're very uncomfortable. Yeah, and I, all these things that they sell on those infomercials. Yeah, you can buy them on Guthy Ranker. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. all those Guthy Ranker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you can those, still buy them. Yeah, those like all of them, none of them hold up 
No. Like the Carol Burnett show? No. No, you know, no, they're all dated. Yeah. This was the exact quote. It's a dais of despair. They sat at banquet tables at either side of the podium, the undead of dreamland and the fleeting stars of the television seasons, Ooh. which re- really kind of captures the... That's what I mean. I mean, they're great time capsules, and it's great to see all these people, but they're eerie. Well, they're unsettling. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you think you don't have the money to start your own business, then I have fantastic news. Now you can own your own business that has proven to be a phenomenal success all around the country with very little upfront investment. We're talking Selfie Station. I love this company. Selfie Station is a portable touchscreen photo booth that people and businesses book for weddings, corporate functions, trade shows, proms, promotional events, and more. Once you own one, they are the hit at every holiday party, bar mitzvah, or birthday. And you can make your money back and more in no time. It's more than just a photo booth. It's entertainment as well. Selfie Station interactive experience that captures lifelong memories that can be emailed, text, printed, personalized, and even uploaded to social media. You won't believe how much people will pay you to make your business the life of their party. It's the easiest income you'll ever earn, and it pays for itself in no time at all. You can start your own business right now. Let Selfie Station be the picture taker, icebreaker, and your money maker. Now, as a special introductory, see that's easy for you to say, now it's a special introductory offer. Get $500 off. That's $500 off the professional package. $500 off. Go to selfiestationpodcast.com and support our show by entering promo code Gilbert, that selfie station podcast.com promo code Gilbert. It's kind of like, um, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah, same it, feeling. It's like, it's, it's great in that you just have all these people on film. But none of them are at their best no. in it. No. And a handful of people come off well. Yeah. Dick Sean's funny. Yeah, but... And Winters is funny. For, for the most part, yeah. the film's a mess. It's a mess. 
Well, Stanley Kramer. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Guy who made yeah. Judgment at Nuremberg. Yeah, Mr. turns around and makes an all-star comedy. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Comedy himself. The defiant ones. He wasn't a funny guy. Yeah, inherit the wind. Um, and just, it, and it looked like it was directed by like fifty different directors. Yeah, it's like, a mess. But 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 you love it because it's it again because all those people are in it. Yeah, and oh, and 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 it's a historical document. And it's like Spencer Tracy is basically stuck yeah. with explaining it, trying to make it into a coherent thing, uh, the exposition. Like, uh, it, every now and then it'll go back to the station house, and Spencer Tracy's pointing at the map on the wall, going, well, right now, Henderson is try- <laughs> right. is stuck in this abandoned building right. and he's going to try to dynamite his He's way charting out. it yes. with, with William Demarest. Yes, yes. Yeah. Aloysius. <laughs> it's great. I watched it recently with my wife on, which I guess was on TCM and it's a mess. Oh, you know, yeah. But, but there are moments. Caesar's funny when he's trapped in the, in the oh, hardware yes. store and he's trying to blow his way out of there. I mean, he plays it. Terry Thomas is funny. You know, it's hard to fuck these guys up. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're all naturally funny. But I remember getting back to Peter Falk, who was also a That's right. Man right. He's the cab driver in the third act. And he says that when he was doing that movie, how fun it was coming to the set. And they'd all be hanging out together. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, each one of them trying to be outdo the other one, joking and insulting each other. And I thought... You know, the making of Mad Mad World would have been a better film. Would have been. Yeah. Would have been. I wonder why no one's made a documentary about it. But also, just like I said, just the the fact that all of those guys are on Uh, film together. Another time capsule Keaton and Jerry Lewis and the Stooges and and Uncle Milton. And Jack Benny pops up. And Benny pops up. And they're all in there, even though they're not all. And Durante, who you love. Oh, yeah. But they're not all well-serviced. And and Arnold Stang. Arnold Stang and Marvin Kitman. Marvin, yeah. Marvin Kitman. Marvin Marvin Kaplan. Marvin (laughs) Marvin Kitman was the film critic at Newsday. It's not... (laughs) The Malashko Teenage, the Malashko Teenage. (laughs) So quickly getting back to jokes, and then we'll sign off. Uh, You've done a million roasts. Do you remember your favorite roast jokes? Oh, God. Do you remember the ones you're proud of? Because I love your Cloris Leachman one from the Saget roast. Oh, well, in the Cloris Leachman one... Uh, or oh, oh, that was from the was that the Saget roast? Like Laura yeah. Sleepman when was? you did the whole thing about Bob Saget raped a girl. Oh raped, yeah, girl. I said Bob Saget raped and killed a right, girl. Right, but then you did the, the Cloris thing, where where the uh, she's so old. Oh, I thought wasn't that about uh, that wasn't Joan Rivers? That was about Cloris. Cloris Leach. Yeah, yeah. I I said. <laughs> It's my favorite. Her, uh, Cloris Leachman is so old, her breasts say colored and white only. Right, but then you add, but then, <laughs> then you add lips. Then I, yeah, then <laughs> then I added on, and it was a a shameful moment in this you country's said- history when I saw them push Nipsey Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Away from Cloris Leachman's yes, yes, tent. Yes. <laughs> oh God! Three, th- three that I liked uh, were one was Belzer and two were Jeff Ross. It, it, just as long as we're talking about roasts, these were at Friars roasts at the Hilton, which they don't televise. Yeah. 
Um, and if you can get a ticket, if anybody's listening to this and it's getting, and wants to get a ticket to a Friars roast, it's really well, it's well worth it. But um, at the Jerry Lewis roast, uh, Jeff Ross said uh, he was following Nathan Lane, and he said uh, Nathan and uh, and Jerry have a lot in common. They both started sucking in the seventies. <laughs> Which is one I liked, and I liked uh, I liked Jeff saying um, about Betty White that she was so old. The first game show she was on, the prize was fire. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's a phenomenal joke. It reminds me of a joke, and I, I I forget who said it, but it was at one of the roast, and and uh, Debbie Harry was yeah. on the dais, and someone said uh, uh, Debbie Harry was going to sing tonight, but she lost her voice. In 1975. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and Belzer at the, uh, I guess it was at the Tom Cruise roast, or the, uh, not Tom Cruise roast, at the Matt Lauer roast, Tom Cruise showed up. But um, Belzer was following Freddie Roman. I've told you this one oh. a million times. And he, and he looks down at Freddie and he says, uh, uh, poor Freddie Roman, never made it to the big time. He said, uh, Jack Ruby had a longer TV career. <laughs> Oh, and I remember. Oh, I remember at the Joan Rivers roast yeah. after I did my whole roast of her. Yeah. Then uh, she she went up and said, "Oh, after after watching Gilbert Gottfried, it makes me want to drive to Malibu and blow Mel Gibson." <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Oh. So anyway, unfortunately, none of those things will ever be seen. No. They're in-house. The yeah. Fr- the Friars tapes them and keeps them uh, under wraps, but they'll never be. Uh, but if you, can, if, uh, if you can ever get to a Friars roast or buy a ticket, they're, uh, they're worth going to. There's some, some great, some of, the, oh, some, oh, of the, yeah. some of the hardest laughs I've ever had in my <laughs> life. Anyway, so uh, do you have an obsession or are we just going to talk about the roast I, and it's I a mad, we'll mad world? I think we'll just keep talking about the roast. <laughs> okay. We'll wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> So this has been, if I can remember, uh, we were talking about the roast, and uh, I, uh, we went back a little to the Bob Hope specials yep. again, yep. and the roast, and Mad Mad World. You know, we should get whoever's alive from the roasts, just to just to ask them about it. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of information. I don't know if on the special editions, on the, on the discs, there's information. Ruth Buzzy's alive. Oh, uh, that's Dem- right. Damon Wilson, uh, Gabe Kaplan, not too many people. Artie Johnson. Artie Johnson's around. Not too many people, but we really should do that. And, oh, we should say another goodbye and uh, farewell to Abe Vigoda. Mm. The, yes. The great Abe Vigoda. Yes, we're recording this the day after you performed <laughs> at Abe's yes. service. Yes. <laughs> and made the cover of the New York Post. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm I even wound up. up in a paper in England. <laughs> I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. I'm sorry we never got Abe on the show. He was a doll. Oh, yeah. We both got to work with him numerous times. But Yeah, that was a shame. In the next life. We loved you, Abe. Okay, so uh, this has been uh, Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. That's it. Here we go, boys. One, two, three, four.